Nightline. Tonight, kidnapped in Mexico. Two Americans dead and two back home safely. Tears of joy, I guess, that they, they, he's, he's alive. After a kidnapping in broad daylight near the Texas border, what authorities are now saying could have led to the abduction. Plus, hair relaxer lawsuits. Dozens of black women across the country suing cosmetic giants. This cancer has turned my life upside down, my family's life upside down. Are chemicals and popular hair relaxers making them sick? This is the fight, and it's standing up for black women everywhere who have been subjected to this. As one major beauty brand responds, will more women come forward? And Royal Rebel, my interview with Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York. I feel liberated. I'm really, truly authentic, Sarah, now. A paparazzi favorite and Princess Diana's confidant. I think we'd have a granny off. <laughs> now opening up about the royal family from the prince she married. What's it been like watching him go through this withering public scrutiny? To the prince in the spotlight. What I'm thrilled about is seeing um, Harry so happy. He deserves to be loved like that. And the prized possessions bequeathed by the queen. Nightline will be right back. Thanks for joining us. We begin tonight south of the border with the brazen kidnapping of four Americans who crossed into Mexico from Texas. We're learning new details about the condition of the two survivors of the attack, as well as the two who did not. We're also hearing from authorities who say this may have been a case of mistaken identity. ABC's Matt Rivers is in Mexico tonight. Matt. Good evening, Juju. Mexican officials tonight laid out in more detail their three-day search that ultimately led authorities to those kidnapped Americans, the survivors, and the dead, located in the same wooden house just outside the city of Matamoros. Tonight, two Americans have been found alive and are now back safe in the U.S. after this horrific kidnapping at gunpoint in a Mexican border city. Two U.S. citizens were returned to the United States. The bodies of two other U.S. citizens killed in the same incident were also recovered. Tonight, Barbara Burgess tells ABC News her daughter, Latavia Tay McGee, is one of the survivors. I had to hold my I was thinking the laws. I said, thank you, Jesus, there is a God. Her mother says she has no major injuries. And tonight, the wife of McGee's friend, Eric James Williams, says he had surgery in Texas for gunshot wounds to both legs. Tears of joy, I guess, they, they, he's, he's alive. The other two members of the group, Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown, killed during the kidnapping. Their bodies now headed back to the U.S. According to her family, McGee traveled with others from Lake City, South Carolina to Mexico to get cosmetic surgery. Armed gunmen in body armor chased them, opening fire on their white minivan. A source close to the investigation telling ABC News that investigators believe the gunman may have targeted the vehicle because they wrongly believed the group of Americans were rival human traffickers. Our thanks to Matt Rivers. Now to a story with deep cultural roots and potentially deadly consequences. For years, many black women have straightened their hair for any number of reasons, including to avoid discrimination or bias. But according to several lawsuits, the products they used could come with a life-threatening cost. Here's ABC's Janae Norman. This cancer has turned my life upside down my family's life upside down. I had no idea 
this would be the effect of using a relaxers for years. For years, 55-year-old Rhonda Terrell has grappled with how cancer has taken over her life. The Alabama native has a rare and aggressive form of uterine cancer that she believes stems from decades of relaxing her hair. She says she was in about second grade when she started using those chemical straighteners. How early do you recall thinking about your hair and wanting it to look different than it did? Uh, since I was a child, uh, my mother, her sisters all have long, straight hair. We were just kind of conditioned like that. I was tenderheaded as a child. So having a relaxer made it easier for my mother to calm my hair. It's so ingrained in me that this is what we do. Rhonda eventually stopped using chemical straighteners to help strengthen her hair. And it wasn't until years later she got that difficult cancer diagnosis, despite having no family history of the disease. They removed everything, cervix, uh, fallopian tubes, ovaries, lip nodes, uh, gone through six rounds of chemo. Rhonda is one of at least 61 women across the country who've now filed lawsuits against major beauty brands like L'Oreal who manufacture chemical hair straighteners. The plaintiffs, who are predominantly black women, allege their health issues, some as severe as uterine cancer, were caused by their use of those products. This is the fight and it's standing up for black women everywhere who have been subjected to this. Right now, most companies' only concern is for their shareholders. And they don't care that a woman like me in rural Alabama has cancer that may, will likely cut my life short. And I want them to be held responsible. The litigation cites a recent study published last October that suggested women who used chemical hair straighteners more than four times a year were more than twice as likely to develop uterine cancer compared to women who didn't use those products. This study is a perfect example of where we have correlation. So we know these two things are linked numerically, but we don't understand causation. We don't know whether it's the chemical straighteners themselves that are causing cancer or is it something associated with who's using chemical straighteners. So it's the beginning of the question, but it certainly isn't the um, end all be all of knowing what's really going on. Researchers didn't identify a particular ingredient in the study, and they also stated more research needs to be done in order to prove causation between hair relaxers and cancer. Additionally, studies show that rates of aggressive types of uterine cancer are rising rapidly in the U.S., particularly among black women. Hair that captures the sun. Beauty brands market chemical relaxers to black women and girls, promising silky straight hair. Feels smoother than satin. Softer than velvet. Posed as a solution the problem? That society has long viewed black women and their hair as being beneath the beauty standard. And in order to assimilate, black women have long faced societal pressure to straighten their hair. Western standards of beauty are very powerful. And for a long time, natural black hair um, was just not really deemed professional or appropriate. But a renaissance of sorts in recent years has ushered in a renewed push to push back and for black women to embrace their natural hair. The versatility from curls and coils to box braids and blowouts, twists and froze, locks and silk presses. I've been through it myself. 
throughout my career. It's been a journey to embrace my natural hair. Now he wanted me to remind everyone at home that Boone County is under a red flag warning. In 2019, I decided my natural hair was enough. Enter the hashtag free the curls. As an African-American woman, it is the societal norm to have your hair look a certain way. Like Rhonda, Jenny Mitchell started relaxing her hair as a child. The Army veteran was just 28 when she was diagnosed with uterine cancer, despite having no family history of the disease. Doctors recommended a hysterectomy, removing her uterus and her chances of ever experiencing pregnancy. That was harder than the um, cancer diagnosis. It's devastating, and it, I think about it every day. It's not something that I think I will ever be able to overcome. She and her lawyers, including attorney Benjamin Crump, have filed a federal lawsuit against multiple cosmetic companies, including L'Oreal, claiming their chemical hair straighteners caused her cancer and blaming the beauty brands for putting profits over people. The science was always there for everybody to see. And so we don't accept willful ignorance. In a statement to ABC News, L'Oreal said we are confident in the safety of our products and believe the recent lawsuits filed against us have no merit. L'Oreal upholds the highest standards of safety for all its products. Our products are subject to a rigorous scientific evaluation of their safety by experts who also ensure that we follow strictly all regulations in every market in which we operate. Strength of Nature Global LLC declined to comment. ABC News has not heard back from other companies named in the lawsuit. What day is your chemo? Wednesday. Rhonda continues chemotherapy, not knowing how much longer she has left. But one thing she says she knows for sure, the price she believes she's paid in the name of beauty has already cost her too much. For anyone out there who may still be considering, let me just go ahead and get this done one last time. What would you say? It's not worth it. I mean, uh, we have so many options now with styles that it's not worth it. It, it really isn't. Our thanks to Janae. Up next, 63 and her most authentic self. So what does royal rebel Sarah Ferguson say about Harry and Meghan? My interview with the Duchess of York. marriage into British royalty made Sarah Ferguson a household name, but the other names she was called were not always kind. But out of all of the drama, she has emerged, she says, newly liberated. And she's opening up about how her royal experience is inspiring her creative writing. I recently sat down with the Duchess of York. It's like I've taken the mental shackles out of my brain. I feel liberated. I, I, I don't know whether it's the Queen passing on that I now think I can just sort of say openly what I want to say without worrying. I'm really, truly authentic Sarah now. Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York, a royal who never quite fit the mold. 
No longer a working royal, her marriage to Prince Andrew ended in 1996, just months before Princess Diana's divorce was finalized. The famous sister-in-laws sharing the glare of the world spotlight. Diana would be very proud of her grandchildren. Do you think that she'd be proud of, not just of her grandchildren, but of her sons? I think we'd have a granny off. <laughs> because she would run faster in the races. Of course. Yeah. But I wonder, hmm, she'd probably be funnier. No, I think I'd be funnier. She has very good grandchildren. And, you know, her boys are really special boys. For more than two decades, the Duchess was one of the most photographed and scrutinized women in the world, often ridiculed in tabloids from around the globe. It's so bad that you said 82% would rather sleep with a goat than Fergie or fat, frumpy Fergie, you know, the Duchess of Pork, all these things. All these extraordinary moments, but they've made me stronger. Did you feel that way as part of the Royal Household, that there are so many, like, traditions that you were chafing against? I'm not good at conforming. <laughs> the Duchess says she's channeled her turmoil over the prying press into her love of writing. You've been quoted saying that you took to writing to avoid, like, the chaos and a lot of tabloid noise that was occurring. In what way was writing cathartic for you as an escape? Yes, I think that uh, I'm very lucky to be here, alive, right now. I know. Uh, because I had to address lots of mental issues mm -hmm. all the way through, which is why I've written 82 books. Does this mean you had thoughts of self-harm? I didn't want to end my life. I don't have that in me. But I did have to go through very serious eating disorders and very serious uh, disorders, uh, mental disorders, of having no self-worth. This is only her second novel, A Most Intriguing Lady, a historical romance centered around Lady Mary, a proper Victorian woman by day, an amateur sleuth by night. The title isn't the only parallel to the Duchess's life. In what ways do you think this sort of mirrors your life of being a little bit of a royal rebel? So true. <laughs> uh, well, I think the red hair goes a long way mm. for that. Lady Mary is me. Sarah is cheeky, mm -hmm. is feisty, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. is rebellious, is Lady Mary, is everything in my book. The new book coming after a lifetime's worth of royal scandal, the pressures of a royal marriage fracturing their fairy tale romance. In recent years, Prince Andrew has been scrutinized for his close ties to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, now deceased. The prince also accused of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old. While he's never been criminally charged, he settled a civil lawsuit without admitting wrongdoing. You've been divorced for many, many years, and yet you've been Andrew's rock through thick and thin. Yes. What's it been like watching him go through this withering public scrutiny? So sad, so sad. He, we've been there for each other. You know, when I've gone through really bad times in the past, he's all, Andrew's always been there. He is exceptionally kind, and he is a very seriously good grandfather. He's very steadfast for the girls. We are women that also have had to see an extraordinary demise of a... Of a, of a very strong man, and that has been really difficult to see. But in many ways, you are an exemplary example of co-parenting, co-grandparenting as divorcees. I know. It is extraordinary, isn't it? We do, we, do, we do say we're divorced to each other. The Duchess says the scandal surrounding the prince brought her closer to the queen. 
We were his bookends during the last three years. The most incredible thing about Her Majesty was that uh, that you she listened. She really was my idol. Beatrice and Eugenie and I think of it like a hand on your back, mm. that it's always there for support. And she was just like that. And the corgis came to live with you. We go out and then they, uh, they bark into the air and I think the Queen's with me when they do. What do you hope for the reign of King Charles? I've always adored him all my life. You know, I believe that he is an extraordinary person. Her latest novel coming on the heels of another royal book, Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, getting backlash three years after he and Meghan stepped down as senior royals. What do you think about sort of where they are? What I'm thrilled about is seeing is seeing um, Harry so happy. He's got his lovely wife and, and he's got beautiful children. And I'm, I'm thrilled for him for that. He deserves to be loved like that. The Duchess is focused on sharing her writing with the world. So great Th to meet This you. is your bookstore. <laughs> yes, it You're is. You're so incredible. We met up with the Duchess at Annabelle's Book Club LA. And 16-year-old Annabelle Chang, Instagram influencer turned bookstore owner, is a huge fan. How on earth have you done this? I mean, seriously, Annabelle. I started selling books online and at pop-up events. And seeing how excited people were, I wanted to make it a more permanent store. The two bonding over their mutual love of reading. And so what's your favorite author, do you think, apart from me? Cool. Yes, you're my yeah, favorite. Yeah, thank you. Hello. <laughs> The Duchess now drawing daily inspiration from her lifelong idol. I bought one of the quotes that the Queen used to say a lot to me. The world needs that kindness now more than ever, the kindness and consideration for others that disarms malice and allows us to get on with one another with respect and affection. What goes through your mind when you read that? Those words are very strong. I said, well, what would you like me to do? And I said, I will always uphold your values, which I think is very important, but more than ever, she said, keep writing. Wow, so writing, in a way, is sort of a, a, a royal performance. Well, it, it, it's a royal it, command. It is. It is. I like to think that. And her new book, A Most Intriguing Lady, is on sale today. Up next, Scouts Honor? Why a new cookie craze has the Girl Scouts sick to their stomach. tonight the run on the raspberry rally girl scout cookie season is upon us and a new treat has joined the thin mints and samoas in fact demand for the raspberry flavored chocolate covered edition has gotten so serious that out of stock boxes are selling on resale websites for up to five times their price but a reminder on behalf of the scouts those cookies are for a good cause not for a good profit I'll be signing up immediately. That's Nightline. You can watch all of our full episodes on Hulu. We'll see you right back here same time tomorrow. Thanks for staying up with us. Good night, America. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. 
We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts.